like this example a lot. I think it, 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 it's from one of the northern states where the boy was not able to hold the pencil because of fine motor, gross motor issues. Mm. So what the parents did, the mother, I think, uh, took a potato, put the pencil and gave the potato to the kid. Mm. The, this child started holding the potato and they slowly started peeling the potato day by day, day by day. And the kid was able to hold the pencil. Mm. Now, that parent mother would have invented out of necess necessity for that kid. But I'm sure if this is available for somebody else, they don't want to go through the same journey. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Right. So in the large campaigns, we need to make able to make, uh, you know, ensure that the agency is with the can with the, with the people. Um, I know about expectation where, where we learned is the one of our first placements with the deaf. We placed the person, the company was very happy with the deaf and sec, you know, first day he goes to work and he did well. Manager is very happy. Second day he doesn't go. The company manager calls us saying that why he has not come to us. Why what happened? Anything wrong? And then we found out this guy is sitting at home and watching cricket match mm. because he thought, oh, why? Why should I? I mean, nobody told him that he has to inform. There is no expectation, right? So he was, from childhood he was just, you know, nobody isn't talking to at home because all the communication to him is eat, sleep. That's all right. The parents are also not making communication because they don't know sign language. So there's no expectation. There's no conversation with them. So we build expectations. We, we prepare people to think beyond themselves. Brilliant. Hi Moses. Uh, lovely uh, connecting with you and uh, great to talk to you on the Contramines uh, Super CMO Show. Thanks for joining in and talking to us. Absolutely. Thank you, Swami, for the opportunity and really looking forward for this conversation. Thanks, Moses. So, Moses, I just wanted to uh, jump into the conversation where, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about your own journey in, uh, sure. you know, uh, Enable India. But uh, before that, can you talk to me about what Enable India does? And uh, what's the kind of uh, societal impact and the purpose and mission that the organization has got today? Absolutely. So very interesting. Uh, you know, it's very close to my heart. So please keep me time, uh, you know, in case if you need to. Um, so at Enable India, we work for economic independence and dignity of persons with disabilities. And our work impacts across 19 disabilities. Uh, that's range from uh, visually impaired persons who are deaf and, uh, you know, persons with physical disabilities and uh, people in the autism spectrum, intellectual disabilities, multiple disabilities like uh, uh, profound disabilities like, uh, you know, dark blindness and so on and so forth. Uh, and our work also impacts across both urban and rural landscapes. Uh, in the rural landscape, it's more on the uh, livelihoods, um, you know, self-employment, all of that. In the urban livelihood, uh, urban spaces, I think it's more with the open wage employment. Um, we uh, are considered as a thought leaders in the uh, livelihood space. In fact, um, somebody told us, you know, we, we are one of the pioneers in opening up jobs for persons with uh, disabilities in the open wage employment. What do we mean by opening up a job? Uh, you know, for example, um, when I was growing up, I always People told me as a visually impaired, you can be a teacher, school teacher, a lecturer or a music teacher. 
but today uh, people with disabilities work across uh, 300 plus job roles uh, you know 29 sectors uh, so the enable india has played a very pivotal role in opening up these choices for persons with disabilities uh, and when we say opening up what we mean by that is that making the job um, you know friendly or can be done by people with disabilities i'll give you an example to just illustrate what is opening up a job uh, you know i think in 2004 very early when we they started in 1999 uh, and okay. enable india founded by shanti raghavan and deepesh sitaria both uh, us written um and i'll tell you the their story why they started but let me just complete illustration about what is opening up a job uh 2004 there's a petrol uh, you know car station company that approached us and said we want to hire persons with disabilities they said well i mean why not uh, uh, why don't you look at uh, hiring people with say dis- different disabilities like visually impaired and all that they said no no our job involves filling the petrol at a petrol station you know um so that requires you to see see the board i mean the the digital board and find out where the inlet is and then putting the uh, you know fuel correctly and all that so we said when well, yeah why not uh, why don't we why don't you hire persons with hearing impairment deaf mm. people said you oh, know but how do they communicate then we realized when we talked to them uh, we realized that we don't talk about national politics or uh you know demonetization or gst or anything that kind of things at a petrol station all that uh, the comment the conversation is is around um you know what what does customer want whether customer want petrol or diesel or gas how much and how would they like to pay you know card cash whatever so this is the communication so we said okay well this is the communication we co-created a solution with the company saying that it's a wipeable board which says i am a person with hearing impairment please indicate your choice right the deaf would go to a customer and say please indicate your choice and it's also in pictures so that even if the driver is not literate then they can see the picture okay i want petrol diesel whatever and i would like to pay cash card how much 500 work is done so the job mm. which is otherwise not possible for a deaf to do is opened up because of this solution so this is what we call opening up jobs right okay and this is what we do uh, at enable india of course today as an organization we are focusing on um, uh, we are in a mission mode uh, to to make sure that livelihood for persons with disabilities is mainstreamed uh, we work on in the mission, in in collectives because we believe that we as an organization cannot do this work alone and the problem is so huge so we need all the actors all the players in the in in the sector to come together so we run different collectives in for different disabilities for example there's a cm million which is a mission um, to transform visually impaired into active citizens and nation builders through digital empowerment this is for visually impaired similarly we have a hearing uh, for hear a million in the space of deaf we have something coming up something called rise a million in the space of uh, cerebral palsy uh, we have uh, mission 1000 in the space of intellectual and severe disabilities so we work in collectives and this is what we do and as i said enable india started by shanti and deepesh because of because of their own personal journey uh, when they were in us both software engineers when they were in us um they learned shanti's brother uh, started growing blind in india so that time his name is hari and he 
he uh, he was diagnosed with uh, retinitis pigmentosa uh, that time mm -hmm. he was studying in i think bcom uh, so they uh, both shanti and deepesh took him to us during the vacation learned how to enable a person with vision impairment on working on computer mobility and all that um, and eventually they came back to india uh, and that's when and they settled in bangalore because both came back to india with their it jobs and uh, so that's the, you know bangalore being the it hub so they came back to bangalore and uh, said you know how do we use this knowledge that we gained um, to enable hari and uh, how, why don't we use this knowledge to enable other brothers and sisters in india uh, that's mm -hmm. how over a tea table i mean uh, you know enable india was formed uh, in 1999 and what they realized very initially was um, education is important rehabilitation is important but one thing that's a game changer is livelihoods because when the first paycheck comes to home mm -hmm. that's when the shift happens right because you suddenly will become part of the conversations in the family family uh, financial decisions and everything so uh, i could see that in my own life and um, that change before uh, becoming independent and after becoming economically independent so we you know the, the both deepesh and shanti realized it's important to focus on livelihoods and that's how enable india was formed but today we uh, you know as a you know building ecosystem for livelihoods so we work in the mission campaign approach mission approach we work with different stakeholders in the value chain but our core focus is on the livelihoods fantastic fantastic very it's a very inspirational story not just uh, uh, you know the founders creating an organization like this but uh, somebody like you today uh, you know you've moved to the board of the organization and uh, you know you are a trustee in the organization yeah. so uh, what's your story moses so how did it yeah. all begin and therefore uh, you know your personal story is something that can be interesting for our audience absolutely um, so uh, i acquired vision impairment by birth um, mm -hmm. and uh, so obviously like any other family so family turned into turned to every church and uh, every place that they could get to um for making sure that i get the help uh went to hospitals but i think uh you know it's a combo offer that i have it's a glaucoma and cornea dystrophy um mm -hmm. and three surgeries anyway to cut the long story that uh, i was diagnosed with cornea dystrophy and glaucoma and the doctor said you all that you can do is to retain your vision little vision that you have in your left uh, i don't have any vision in my right eye uh, that's the condition uh, when I was growing up, one of the things that 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 made my one of the impressions on my mind very early on is about reading. Mm -hmm. um, so, like many millions of uh, Indians, I'm also a great fan of cricket. And those days, uh, we at my home did not have a television. So, mm -hmm. the only source of information, I mean, I did not even access to radio. Mm -hmm. um, only source of information was newspaper. Mm -hmm. So uh, when the newspaper comes uh, to home in the morning, I almost used to run to catch it from the delivery boy's hand okay. and run to my mother, say that, please read the newspaper to me. Mm -hmm. She used to tell, look at me and say, well, I'll read newspaper for you, no problem. But do you want me to cook or read newspaper? Mm. And as a hungry child, I don't think I can, I could ever tell her, okay, read newspaper. I always wanted to tell her, read newspaper, but I always told her, no, cook. Um, so 
that used to frustrate me because I used to go to school. Uh, once I come back from the school after studies, uh, once my mother is done with her housework is when she used to read me newspaper. What mm -hmm. used to be on my mind at that time was, why am I reading the outdated paper? Because already if you are following a test match, obviously even the next day play would have been over. I am mm. actually reading the previous day's newspaper. Um, and to add to that, uh, as a kid, as a growing up, my sister happens to be a sighted, and she used to read the move the 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 moment paper comes. She used to read her movie news that she wants to see. So mm. that used to irritate me much further. Like, <laughs> why not me? Why she is able to read? I am not able to read. Mm. Um, of course, today I am able to uh, say this with fun, but that used to be that used to weigh me down. Mm. Um, you know the frustration of not able to do something when I want. So to cut the long story, so I finished my tenth um, standard, went to uh, in I was I grew up in Vijayawada, so went to Andhra Lela College, uh, took up HEC uh, History Economic uh, Civics background uh, and stood first in the state first uh, in the general category, not not in the in the visually impaired or anything or person mm. with disability. Then took up, um, you know, be in English literature, uh, and this all happening with friends and family's help, reading out and all that. Went to uh, do masters in uh, one of the prestigious central universities in Hyderabad, hmm. uh, and uh, that's where I had a tipping point, the turning point, mm -hmm. because we were asked to read Vikram Seth's Suitable Boy. Okay. Um, and it's a very bulky book. I mean, it's very good, but very 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 bulky book and we used to use this book to kill mosquitoes in the hostel room very effective um nobody could read that to me not because friends did not want to help me humanly impossible for somebody to read it out in a short span right so i couldn't go to class swami so that's when i and that took me hit me very hard saying that what am i doing why am i not able to do things when i want to do things and i was living on a thousand plus acres campus mm -hmm. uh, I had all access to all amenities that one can ask for but never able to use any of those facilities because all that I was doing was scheduling my aligning my schedule to my friend's schedule so that I can have somebody to re uh, read out books to me mm -hmm. so that you know really uh, I was almost reaching a borderline of the depression saying that why am I not able to do and I called up one of my cousins who happens to be in Bangalore at the time working as a software engineer and said, I heard this that people with vision impairment can work on computer. Where can I learn? Mm. And then he found Enable India. Uh, during my first year vacation of my master's, I came to Enable India, learned computers. And I think that has changed my life because I say computers are eyes for blind because mm. what I couldn't do in a, in a paper environment and today being in a paperless office environment, I'm able to do things. Um, I do my financial management investments. I do my travel. So my wife and I are raising one year child. So she's excited, but I take equally keen in ordering things on online, doing things so that I don't become a burden on right on spouse, right? Because otherwise mm -hmm. if she had to do everything, it, it, it will be pursued as a burden, right? So, correct, I mean, it, because if it is a relationship, it has to be equal relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm as much as uh, responsible like her for my, my child, to raise my child. So I, I really take pride in taking these 
doing things independently, um, taking part in social gathering, to you know, doing my booking my own travel, doing things, financial investments. All that is possible because of learning uh, computers, and that's how I landed up at Enable India. And um, one conversation that I overheard at Enable India hooked me into the culture, saying that this is the place I want to work. Mm-hmm. So when I was when I was when I went there to learn computers, I was I was overhearing this conversation between an employment officer and a candidate with vision impairment. And this candidate with vision impairment was saying, "I have an offer from one small company, and I'm also expecting another offer from an MNC. Once the those both those that offer also get released, I will take a decision on which company I will join." Mm. And this contrasting to my own life, where I was always hearing that. music is only option for persons with vision impairment mm. it me again it hit me like a boulder saying mm. what you know people are talking about choices mm. and i think this is the place that i want to be in mm. so i went back and did my masters and then eventually i wrote a mail to shanti the founder of enable india saying that i want to work and i explained why i want to work for the sector and that's how i landed as an intern at enable india uh, it's been 14 years incredible journey um i did multiple things i was i, I used to teach uh, english for visually impaired then taught computers for blind and then worked on employment and open up jobs uh, i actually built uh, something called cm million a campaign that i spoke about earlier uh, in the space of vision impairment um then now working as executive director taking care of urban livelihood mission uh, i really couldn't have asked better than this and it's an incredible journey inspiration yeah. amazing amazing story mosses i think really uh, you know a story that can inspire uh, many uh, so one of the things that uh, you know uh, you know when you when you talk about enable india and yeah. uh, uh, and when you say you've run campaigns like the yeah. cm million here a million yeah. uh, you know thousand opportunities thousand lives thousand days uh, yeah. so you run many campaigns uh you know and uh, uh you know that's something that i was really fascinated by uh so when you really are talking about the problem at the scale that you are talking right which is you know there are almost like a billion uh you know people with disabilities across the world and in india you got about 100 million uh, people with uh, disability so for given the scale of this problem how do you approach a marketing problem like this because you know you are running this whole thing uh you know on scale so how do you break it down and how is this marketing very different from the traditional marketing that uh, you know you see uh, outside so how do you see it as a difference absolutely i think that's a great question so to just put in the perspective that the scale that you are talking about right so the who estimates about uh, 15% of the population are having some form of the disability uh, in countries like india so that if we take that and put it in perspective it's, it's actually larger than australia the population of australia and uk and all of that mm-hmm. so um, so we are dealing with such large and there is a lot of diversity in when we mm-hmm. talk about disability it's not that uh, all visually impaired all deaf you know based on our affinity maybe when we think about disability you know maybe one or two things will come to our mind but there are 21 disabilities mm-hmm. so it's huge and um, so the challenge is also about it's not about the disability itself but the the consequences of disability for example mm. as a industry mm. we are still at a stage where 
perhaps health industry uh, was about say 300 500 years ago or you know mm-hmm. which is the not organized perhaps um, there is no abundance for example uh, in say in 16th century perhaps everybody who's wearing specs today can be considered as a visually impaired because they simply did not have access to specs uh, maybe in 14th century right so um, but today the wear class industry is huge hmm. um, there is availability there is abundance the people have choices how that happened because of availability and abundance there are many actors came into the picture uh, the lot of profession professions emerged there are optimizations there are people who ophthalmologists anyway so uh, you know technicians have come then the design the you know fashion industry came in and said oh we you know it's no longer just about wearing you know specs but you know they have to be stylish and so on and so forth so if you take that parallelly right like uh, for example like compare that with disability today maybe the industry there's so much need but i think the resources the availability of resources is not available or even if they're available people don't know where mm. they are and things mm. like that so that, that that's the real challenge that we need to work on so mm. you know because it's the problem is so big and so deep mm. the only way that we can actually you know make progress is working in collectives okay so what's collective yeah collective, collective absolutely so like a cmln or a here mln coming together right like mm. because every every everybody matters every every uh, every contribution uh, you know matters so mm. we need to design a way so mm. that every every person a small organization big organization or or an individual can also contribute towards that larger goal mm. right that, only then we will be able to uh, make make progress in in you know to handle the problems like this right so so that's why the collective approach in the first place and so how do you, how do you so how do you uh, look at a collective campaign in enable india so how do you bring it together and how do you scale it because you know like a typical not for profit you know you are always resource crunched so therefore you don't have enough uh, you know resources to do the marketing so therefore at one end uh, you know uh, uh, let me break the break down the problem you got Correct. to reach out to people who uh, are visually impaired uh, which is your uh, you know audience that we are talking then you got a you got a stakeholder who has to uh, you know uh, provide them with opportunities absolutely and then you need donors to actually go back and then say hey i want to support a campaign like this so absolutely. how do you bring all of them together and uh, how do you kind of organize a campaign like this? Absolutely. I think the first thing um, we at Enable India learned to uh, make, uh, to set the narrative right, we first of all need to have a positive language mm. because language builds culture. Mm. And that's something that I have, I have seen in my own, you know, working experience, how language actually matters. Mm. So um, one of the things that Enable India has always done is uh, as a contribution to the disability sector is to actually revolutionize this language, change the language that has been used. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give one example. Uh, you know, I spoke about workplace solutions to open up job. Mm-hmm. Generally, the solutions, giving solutions is called as reasonable accommodations in developing nations, mm-hmm. right? Developed nations like countries like US, UK and all that. People call it reasonable accommodation. That was 
okay in that context because it's just an accommodation. People do understand what it means, but bring it in the context like in a growing economy like India. And when you tell a company to say, hey, you have to provide a reasonable accommodation. Hmm. What happens in the in the people's mind is that, okay, I'm making some accommodations to include persons hmm. with disability. Hmm. The reasonable may not have the weightage, but it's about I'm making an uh, accommodation. That means I'm making something, I'm adjusting or I'm making a small change mm. so that to include so that means that i am doing something extra yeah or almost so, saying that it's almost like i am doing a favor favor right so but it's what are they doing it's all about giving the solution for example you and i today are able to have this conversation because we are using the solution called chair to sit yeah you and i are using internet uh, you know to recording studio to communicate i am not shouting from here to you know i'm in bangalore you are in bombay and i'm not talking to you you know shouting troop of my i mean using my voice right so so you're using a solution so we we we, we actually said it's about it's about workplace solutions mm. so when when we say with persons with disability in my case a vision impaired can work on computer using screen data which is a workplace solution mm. so number one i think to bring to work in a large collectives we need to set the narrative using the positive language Mm. Right. Um, that's why we we use persons with disability, not you know differently abled or any of those things, because I think it's important to use the positive language. Mm. Um, number two, I think the shared vision has mm. to be co-created. Mm. It's not that somebody is telling us to do something, mm. and the co-creation, for example, in CML and here in this vision, this mission, when we created, all these visions missions are created co-created with the stakeholders okay. that organizations coming together sitting down and say what is that we want to do mm. and can we all rise above our own work can we think mm. about beyond say as an organization beyond enable india somebody else beyond their organization can we look at you know can we do something more than just doing what we have been able to do mm. that happens only when we co-create the vision together Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the second part that I learned that co-creation is important. Mm-hmm. I think the third thing is having a having agency because we we can only build as you rightly mentioned, build a campaign, build a brand for the mission mm-hmm. only when you give agency to everyone in the in the in the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. What do what do I mean by giving agency? Right. What they can contribute, not mm-hmm. just viewing them as uh, somebody who's consumers, but uh, give them. Uh, you know, a role where they can contribute. For example, uh, we have a very interesting program called Project Discovery, mm. which is, uh, so we realize that that persons with disabilities actually use solutions every day. Mm. Uh, and these solutions are not necessarily always very high-tech solutions. Mm. Um, and we realized this in a very, very interesting conversation once with uh, um, you know, group of visually impaired ones. My founder, co-founder Deepesh was talking to visually impaired group of people and said like, hey, in an Indian context, we all keep our toothbrush together, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, at family. So how do you pick up your, you know, being visually impaired, your toothbrush? Because sighted would see green color, red color, and they pick up and start brushing. Mm-hmm. How do you pick up? So then there are a group of, you know, engineers were there. They were like, oh, maybe... There has to be color recognizer and all that. One hand went up from the visually impaired community and they said, I just do a scratch on the bottom of my toothbrush 
and put it there. Mm. Then I feel that scratch and pick it up. Somebody else said I put the rubber band and pick it up and things like that. Mm. So we realized that there are solutions everywhere. And in fact, the following question was about how do you put the tape toothpaste on the toothbrush? Mm. And again, one went hand up. I said, they said, no, I don't take, I don't align it on the toothbrush. I take the paste into my mouth and start brushing with my mm. brush. Mm. Because it's about brushing. It's not about really correct. putting the thing on the toothpaste, uh, toothbrush. Correct, so correct. what we learned is that it's important. There are solutions and we need to really understand. So, uh, you know, we launched this pro uh, campaign for project discovery, a project program called project discovery, where we said, you, you are a person with disability or a caregiver or a rehabilitation specialist, educationalist. You keep innovating a lot of solutions on your day-to-day -day basis. Make a two-minute video of your solution and send it. And the quality is not important. The quality of the video is not important. The solution is important. Mm -hmm. And for the last three, four years, we are doing this video competition. Today, we have about 3,000 plus videos available. Mm -hmm. Why I'm talking about this? Because this is what is giving agency to people. Mm -hmm. In a campaign, in a mission mode, when you want to make a large change mm -hmm. where everybody should feel that they are contributors, mm -hmm. they exercise their agents, uh, you know, mm -hmm. agency and mm -hmm. provide. So it maybe that, you know, maybe what they're doing may think that, Oh, I'm just doing because out of my need, I'll tell you another solution that came mm -hmm. in this competition. And I like this example a lot. I think it, it, it it's from one of the Northern States where this boy, was not able to hold the pencil because of fine motor, gross motor issues. Mm. So what the parents did, the mother, I think, uh, took a potato, put the pencil and gave the potato to the kid. Mm. The, this child started holding the potato and they slowly started peeling the potato day by day, day by day. And the kid was able to hold the pencil. Mm. Now that parent mother would have invented out of necess necessity for that kid. But I'm sure if this is available for somebody else, they don't want to go through the same journey. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Right. So in the large campaigns, we need to make able to make, uh, you know, ensure that the agency is with the can with the, with the people. Hmm. So we spoke about language. We spoke about co-creation. We spoke about giving agency to people. Hmm. And I think, I think it, then it's about having the space for having a dialogue, review, and, um, you know, anything that we do is about constant communication. So yeah. this is how we build, um, camp, you know, large campaigns mm. and, and of course work with the stakeholders. So I hope that I answered your question. No, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful example of, uh, how, uh, you know, uh, how, uh, how you empower the, uh, you know, the, the stakeholders yeah. uh, to just get involved. And that's a learning that every marketing, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, department can take an example out of this because you're actually talking about co-creation. You're talking about, uh, you know, uh, building empowerment to people who are involved. Absolutely. And I think this is something that is something that uh, can be taken by any brand wanting to do marketing, but this really is a very, very powerful uh, example. And therefore, how do you build the groundswell for this? Because, you know, for example, uh, you know, you need awareness with the, uh, you know, visually impaired or the people with disability, they should know about this. Okay. Correct. The second one is you also run something like an enable academy, right? Where Correct. you kind of train them. So talk to me about 
the enable academy because you are then preparing people for the empowerment opportunities right so therefore you are building an ecosystem for this and that itself is a campaign right absolutely absolutely i think that's a brilliant question how do we reach the unreached right because we may have this very good campaign but how do we get this word to the last mile and how do people know something like this happening right so um before i touch upon how what we do on enable academy we have another platform called enable vani mm. so again we realize that enable vani is this very simple technology that works on the you know uh, feature phone uh, the smartphone is not required uh, it's actually a social media networking net, net, networking platform that works with and without internet okay. so so people can actually dial a number and get connected to this ivr system and people can listen to you know different audios of people you know the information about different jobs or uh, stories and all that and people can also say hey i have a similar story i want to share and they mm-hmm. can press you know three or two or whatever and then record their story and that comes to us for moderation and if mm-hmm. we see that story is authentic that information is authentic and that also goes onto the platform mm-hmm. so and this is a community platform mm-hmm. a moderated community mm-hmm. platform so uh, in 2000 i think it's about 15 16 we started in karnataka called namavani mm-hmm. namavani means uh, my voice correct um so we we said you know maybe if we able to reach about 1000 people in a year or something like that we were thinking because we were also trying to understand the power of community networks correct but we shocked to see you know no no time we reached 5000 calls and and then what we realized is there is one guy who said i want a job in north karnataka i am visually impaired and want a job in north karnataka another person put a message saying that i run a shop i am a person with disability i run a shop in you know northern karnataka kuklia somewhere and amazing i am looking for somebody who can work for me hmm. then we realized this is the power of the community platform to just pass the information um you know to the to the grassroots community hmm. today i think it's about 98% of the content that comes on enable vani is generated by users and today we have in four languages uh you know kannada tamil hindi and bengali uh mm-hmm. why i was saying about this example of uh, having a community network at a grassroots level is important because that's how we kind of spread the information and not about our just information people actually lot of things come people actually uh, and we what we have done is that we have used a concept of uh, star user recognizing users who contribute regularly recognize them every month these are the star users let's just mm. call out their names and all that and that incentive swami what it did is created a sense of belonging for people we, mm. we started seeing people taking pride in contributing to the platform mm. so when we when we create such platforms where users take a lead mm. and users feel a sense of urgency sense of need sense of pride in contributing back then we don't have this information gap correct that's so, how we are able to spread information uh, brilliant about about so therefore therefore how do you build your uh, you know how do you reach the unreached uh, you are talking about uh, you know enable vani as a community network Absolutely. where uh, it creates user generated content 
and uh, uh, you know in marketing world we talk about it as UGC yes. but you are building it as uh, user generated content in your uh, uh, you know uh, community networks and therefore you reach the unreached and that's really how you build the pull from the people who need yeah, support right absolutely and when people are seeing value in coming because what we saw is that people there are people uh, who will not complete their day unless they log in at least three times onto the platform a lot of people asked me moses but how do you ensure that it's always up and running i said yeah well you know we, we don't need to think about technical solutions because there are communities always watching out even if, if the platform is down for a minute we will get to know because the community is actually uh, because the people are waiting to log into the platform mm -hmm. right so when you created that sense of building a belongingness uh, i think you know a lot of uh, you know monitoring evaluation that we traditional way that we talk about can be taken care but so, fully giving uh, the control yeah okay so therefore uh, to uh, reach the unreached you built a community network to Correct. attract them into uh, you know into your uh, you know into your fold right Excellent. now how do you uh, you know how do you attract the ones who want to give these uh, you know uh, people with uh, you know disabilities the opportunity and empower so how do you reach out to them through campaigns absolutely i think again that's a very interesting question that uh, nothing uh, you know next succeed like success right so one of the things when we when we talk about employers uh, what we did uh, very early is that we built something called business case so okay. we went to corporate saying that uh, you only hire persons with disability if it makes your business sense hmm. and we we tell you how it's important and it's imperative for your business to hire uh, persons with disabilities hmm. over the years we kind of you you know we evolved a business case where we talk about how uh, your own leadership quotient will your ability to solve problems will increase if you have hmm. persons with disabilities in your team your team morale will go up you will have uh, access to an alternate pool of suitable candidates because you, otherwise you are not looking at persons with disabilities as a potential pool but suddenly mm -hmm. now when you tap into that you will have a talent pool there and so on and so forth so we created a business proposition with the first place mm -hmm. second thing that what we realized is we always have to understand the challenge from their perspective mm -hmm. see i think people even today there is a lot more work to be done there are a lot of more companies can hire a lot more work to be done it's not that companies are not hiring because they don't want to hire persons with disability it's just that they don't know how to include mm. so when you think from their perspective what is the things that can go wrong mm. in our workshops we talk about actually very uh, and this is innovation by shanti um, mm. you know when we talk about disability a lot of times you know we can talk about so many technical details and all that people get scared because people are not able to visualize hey i as an individual who have eyesight cannot do things without eyesight how will mm. this person who has no eyesight can do these things mm. obviously people will not be able to visualize so mm. what we have done is that demystifying disability is very important in the terms that that is relatable to people so in our workshop we actually talk about disability as ability and inability mm. and today if i ask you what is your inability for example your inability can be swimming or cooking or in my case singing for example i can't sing in my own bathroom mm. so it's just my inability mm. but i have some other abilities mm. 
Mm. And how do we overcome some of our inabilities using solution? For example, we don't climb up, you know, 50th, 54th floor by steps mm. because we have inability of going up that, that height. So we use elevator as a solution. Mm. You know, if I had to come to you and meet you in Bombay, uh, you know, I can't fly like a bird. Mm. Uh, that's my inability. But I can use a plane to fly. Mm. So that's a solution. So we, we actually, so we understood problem from the employer side mm. how deep it is it's about mm. you know when when nobody has exposure you know that's in for them it's a disability what can person with disability do because they are not able to visualize if they they can't hear they can't speak or they can't see they can't walk for a minute they, they're not able to visualize their life but here is somebody with a disability has overcome the challenge or or have solution to overcome the challenge have had the journey it's not overnight uh, the person is ready for uh, you know you know working or doing things so we designed our awareness programs our engagement from the understanding from the perspective of employer so that's why we have a very nuanced approach to uh, you know to, to rally people to bring people or or outreach for the uh, employers the nuanced is for example we also not only just do awareness for prop leaders or, uh, or hiring people. We also conduct workshops for peers because they have to work with persons with disability day in and day out. And their understanding of disability has to be very different from a you know, hiring or a CEO level or a hiring boss or whatever, right? So, and we, 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 we actually created a term called includability, ability mm -hmm. to include, includability. Uh, again, this word is coined by Shanti at Enable mm -hmm. India. So which is about, we realize that in ability to include is no longer just a, you know, you know, it's, it's not having awareness. It's actually a skill. It requires competency and it requires knowledge. Mm. Right. So we created that word and we actually run, um, you know, programs for leaders to become includable and so on and so forth. So in short, what you asked, build a business case understood the problem from their perspective and and created a you know interventions at multiple levels and that can be consumed in a small bit bite size as well so this is how we work with the employers very interesting so you know i want to summarize what you said in a couple of what you're saying so what you do really is build the uh, you know build the groundswell in corporates yeah uh, by making by building awareness with people with abilities about their disabilities okay. right yeah, so, uh, yeah inabilities yeah yeah so therefore uh, that's how you build the uh, momentum there how do you uh, how do you uh, identify therefore, the relatability gets built right because there's then we say hey like you have inabilities persons with disabilities yeah. I, perhaps, I love the i love the i yeah. love the inability and the ability comparison i think it's a beautiful way of uh, you know making it relevant and uh, it's a it's a, it's a communication language or it's a marketing language where people can relate it to right uh, relate uh, the relatability is very high yeah uh, how do you identify the stakeholders in a corporate because you got a ceo you got a you know a hiring team you got a peer so therefore uh, how do you really reach out to these corporates because they uh, you know you need a massive uh, amount of uh, uh, you know, reaching out capability in terms of doing these workshops, right? Yeah. So that's where I think the, you know, actually, um, 
today reaching out to companies is not a problem because when you build a brand or when you build a mission brand like disability cause um and people are coming for like actually we don't reach out to companies that proactively to say okay we want to work with you mm. somehow people are seeing what's happening with you know company because initially when we placed people with disabilities uh, even now we will only ask company to hire if they feel absolutely that candidate is fit so therefore the your 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 candidates are your brand ambassadors mm-hmm. so their work speaks for the quality of you know uh, therefore companies come forward today actually interestingly we have a problem of more demand of course there's a lot more to be done i'm not saying that every company is ready to hire but there is a lot more demand than the readiness of the supply itself because I, today i battle not having enough people who are suitable to get into the corporates mm. that's because of not the capability issues about awareness and access and multiple other things so capability may be there but you know access need to be there and awareness about this has to be there so that so so then there is more on the supply side than the corporate so to 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 answer your question i think it it's about really building that you know mission brand out there and all your candidates as your brand ambassadors you don't have a problem of going and convincing companies to hire for persons with hire persons with disability where it becomes intensive is to work with each company to say um you know how they go through the life cycle and you asked a question about how do we how do we reach out to whom do we reach out to people i mean in the corporate because there are multiple layers i think that depends on the life cycle where they are today for example okay. some some start with and we always say if you are a new company and i personally for example um encourage companies to start with volunteering mm. because that's a beautiful way of starting because you know when you say go and do a trekking with visually impaired or uh, you know watch a movie with visually impaired or go out and do something with deaf you will actually you are interacting with community in a non threatening environment you are not sitting and thinking oh my god i have to hire this person and i have to make that person work and it's a client interfacing role and i have a time sensitive targets and you are scared already mm. but in an entrepreneurial environment you are going for a movie and you your role is maybe to go out with a visually impaired to explain the uh, movie uh, you know wherever there is a no description only visuals are there you are in a chilled environment i mean you are talking nicely mm. and you will build that comfort and you will learn more about that person in the beginning maybe you will see oh my god when i meet moses he is visually impaired how will i talk but when you talk, start talking to me when you start interacting with me you will learn you know i like sports i am learning golf and uh, you know i'm a foodie and you know so the dominant story about disability will start going down and you will start learning about me as an individual yeah so we tell companies to start as a volunteer and then mm-hmm. you know then based on their where they are in their life cycle for example their immediate hiring need and we go for hiring some companies say no no we want to first systematically work on the sensitization let's do that so all of that fantastic so uh, so the point that you made i'm i'm kind of uh, moving there which is to say uh, how do you prepare people yes. uh, 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 for these opportunities is key and that's where your enable academy Absolutely. probably comes in and therefore uh, how at what do you do there because i can see that 
there are lots of tools and resources that you have built for people to get uh, competent in those yes. areas. So yes. how do you build this? Talk to me about the Enable Academy and what, what happens to people and how do you transform uh, you know, these people? Absolutely. I think that's an important thing. So one of the first things that we do uh, in transforming persons with disability, we start with a very, very simple thing called expectation. Right. When I was growing up, uh, Swami, when I was this one, when people used to come to my house, relatives and all that, when they used to ask my sister, hey, what will you become when you grow up? Mm. But I never heard that question to me. Mm. <laughs> Why? Because people are saying, oh, Moses is here, you know, maybe already going through the lot of medical interventions. There is no expectation for me. Mm. It's not that they, they don't want me to succeed in life. But people are genuinely concerned, you know, he's going through operations and this and that and all that. Will I ask him what will he become in the future? That's not the question. Mm. So what does that do to a visually impaired or a person with disability? Mm. You know, when you have a sibling, uh, you know, who is constantly sent to say to the neighbor store, uh, store in the neighborhood to get something, you are not get, going there. You are not getting that opportunity. What it does is that you will, you will slowly miss those life experiences of going out and buying that bread and coming back. And in the process, you ask for a change, take change, whatever that, that whole, mm. whole transaction experience you're losing. Mm. Therefore, there's a threat that sometimes persons with disabilities can in that self prison where they themselves start seeing themselves as somebody who needs help. Perfect. So we need to first break that chain. We at Enable India and with our partners, what we do is that we first, when they come to us, we ask them to form the rules. Mm. And they say that including trainers will follow that rules. What does it mean? That we are, we are telling them, we expect you to form the rules. Mm. We expect you to control the training. Mm. So our enablement with candidates starts with expectations. That's the first step. Then interestingly what we do and some of the building blocks that i will talk about mm. obviously uh, the trainings like uh, the platforms like enable academy will give them a lot of knowledge courses all of that depth, understanding of how to say you know get ready for a job and all that but in our, in our training programs we actually focus on building attitude mm. can you you know we we talk about you are you know say you are a deaf or Personal physical disability, spinal cord injury. Mm. When you overcome your challenges, can you start thinking about how you can contribute to the society? So in our training programs, we say the 40 hours of mandatory community work. Mm. People say, what? I am blind. How will I contribute? We say, mm. that's something you need to find out. Mm. So people form small groups of their own uh, and they take up the causes that are close to their hearts and start contributing back. For example, really? one of the yeah, one of the batches in um, in Kerala went to a government hospital and saw that the parents, the you know, not bringing children for vaccination because there is no breastfeeding booth or the cabin in the hospital, mm. and they wanted to build that. Mm. And uh, they went to hospital and said, oh, we need money. And obviously, government hospital, we don't have money. Hmm. So they, they worked and built, a, you know, this breastfeeding uh, booth. 
so that the young, you know parents can bring their young children for vaccinations mm-hmm. that they did that somebody else took up a project of rescuing dogs somebody else took up it uh, you know project of teaching computer for transgenders so and so forth i mean people will take up things so it's shifting from oh i am a i'm blind i'm deaf i'm this to no i am an active contributor i am mm. taking charge i am a volunteer i am a con- i am a change maker mm. so this is the another shift that we do in our mm. training programs mm. and th- that's where all the academy or that that you referred will come mm. into the picture to facilitate at scale obviously mm. some courses need to scale so it's not that everybody need to come to enable india so like a, a platform like enable academy will take us to more people but our curriculum our nuwa you know it's all this again this this insights came from our past experience when we start placing people in different companies um i know about expectation where, where we learned is one of our first placements with a deaf we placed the person the company was very happy with the deaf and sec, you know first day he goes to work and he did well the manager is very happy second day he doesn't go the company manager calls us saying that why he has not come to us why what happened anything wrong and then we found out this guy is sitting at home and watching cricket match mm. because he said no oh, why why should i i mean nobody told him that he has to inform there is no expectation right so he was, from childhood he was just you know nobody is in talking to at home because all the communication to him is eat sleep that's all right the parents are also not making communication because they don't know sign language so there is no expectation there is no conversation with them so so we build expectations we we prepare people to think beyond themselves brilliant okay right? so that's the real crux of our 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 programs you know where then obviously of course you give all the things required to to work in a company you know getting them ready for a job and we always say don't don't get ready to pass the interview you know gain skills that are that will help you to progress in your job like become a quality you know quality conscious and things like that right? and we do it beautifully with this lot of uh, examples very simple examples and scenarios uh, for example we talk to deaf about quality we show a you know you know one very good banana and uh, you know black looking banana and say which one do you like obviously mm-hmm. people say right you know very yellow one nice black bad you know not not good to eat so mm-hmm. like this therefore quality is important right in, in in so simple things but i think the real pivot is preparing people for life than just a job mm-hmm. so so therefore if i look at the uh, you know if i look at the puzzle yeah uh, one is reaching the unreached the other one is getting the stakeholders who can give them opportunities yes the uh, third is preparing the uh, you know people who have reached Uh, with the right life skills so that they can be ready Absolutely. to be employed okay Absolutely. and the fourth stakeholder is uh, you know you need resources for all this so yeah. how do you build your uh, you know the donors and the supporters for an initiative like this absolutely so i think that's a very uh, very good question so um, i mean for something like this in disability uh, we need uh, donors uh, who are willing to understand right so um, obviously uh, when we work with some different stakeholders like donors we we do uh, as much as they select us we also 
select them based on the value match and so on and so forth. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, so far, I mean, we, we put, we make that effort to, uh, you know, co-create this again with the, with the, with the donor saying that, Hey, this is what it is. And this is what we believe works mm-hmm. and, um, not just say agreeing to the, you know, there are, there are funders that we said no as well to say, okay, I mean, you may be a great funder, but there is no alignment. So mm-hmm. then you, you, you got to be willing to say no when you need to say no and work with people who will understand you who is willing to learn uh, the depth the complexity and willing to invest in systems mm. right it's not always about how many you train how many you place that's important but in 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 case like disability we need to invest in the system because i spoke about how how healthcare industry has invested in systems and therefore today they where they are right like right correct correct, correct. Igla. yeah so so th- those are the things that we do uh, with the, with the donors uh, i think it's about how we communicate our own convictions swami a lot of times i i say um, i think there are a lot of good people out there willing to help there's no doubt on that and I'm, i can come across as a very optimistic but i'm saying with with my own 15 years of experience in this space there are a lot more people than we think who are willing to stretch that hand. It's about how we communicate, how do we put our perspective and, and speak in the language that they understand and bring them to the narrative shift that we want to want them to understand. So right? therefore, so, uh, so for, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so therefore from a donor perspective, it's about not just the money, but it's about the value alignment. Absolutely. Uh, And therefore, that's really when uh, actually you are able to, uh, you know, build the momentum for something like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, The the other interesting thing, uh, Moses, I wanted to talk about is really the organization that works for all this, right? Because, you know, I saw you are a great place to work. Okay. So how do you build, uh, how do you attract talent? Okay. Uh, especially in a place like, say, Bangalore, for example, you may be having offices everywhere. But uh, when people are saying, you know what, uh, you know, I need the money, uh, you know, if you don't give me an increment, I will leave, I'll move to the next job. So how do you attract talent? And how do you ensure that you become the place to work for? Okay, so how do you how do you really see through this, uh, you know, uh, people who want to work for Enable India? That's again, a very interesting question. And I think, um, over the years, what we realized is organizations, I mean, any, everybody knows this, organizations are made up of people. And in the sector like disability, we need people with the right amount of passion and skills both. Mm. So we at Enable India always believed that, um, you know, we may not be able to pay like corporates big salaries, but we have to help them to realize their purpose, mm. right? Uh, and obviously have to pay them fairly good because when we're talking about dignity, we have to talk about dignity of our staff, mm. you know, because they can't, they can't be working on this complex challenges thinking, you know, will, will my salary for the month be enough? Mm. Right. I mean, we, we make sure that there are a lot of other small things we do, uh, to be able to cater to, for example, we at uh, enable India, for example, have a welfare fund that can be given out to people mm-hmm. and there is a committee again that that managed by staff themselves um there are levels when when, when they when the staff needs an access to 
money we we do understand going to a bank and taking a personal loan can actually weaken your financial uh, situation right so so we do understand so we have an interest interest free loans and small things like that so to make sure that there is a comfort uh, and we do uh, constantly do the market surveys and benchmark ourselves with organizations where we kind of reasonably pay them well to sh- make sure that we take care of dignity but having said that i think the the real thing is uh, nurturing the potential nurturing the passion um i think uh, you know aligning I mean, getting the right talent and uh, is important and at enable india we actually look at people who are humble because uh, fortunately and unfortunately the sector where we are in we have to learn constantly i can't say i, I have arrived i worked as a ceo in x company and i know how to work uh, mm. so we are not in a very standard manufacturing company correct right even manufacturing is complex i'm just saying that uh, to just simplify right i'm just using for example if you are just manufacturing bottles water bottles even there there is a complexity now how a is coming and then all that but but that's there's a process yeah but, here, no, but i yeah. think i think uh, but i think the point that you are making is the purpose comes before the job right Excellent. and uh, once i have a alignment of purpose yes. then the job needs to ensure that you are fairly compensated so we so therefore we talked about the alignment of the talent yeah. uh uh in terms of their purpose and therefore the job and the role and hence uh, the Absolutely. compensation as a fair compensation for people that's when this works is what you are saying right absolutely 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 uh, yeah i mean we invest in people so uh, you know there are, there are many ways of making sure that the well being of the staff are taken care right so um, there are programs that people can uh, ac- have access to mental health Uh, i spoke about uh, you know the interest free loans uh, you know we 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 encourage people to um, represent uh, you know uh, represent in different conferences and uh, stay relevant get opportunity to um, you know speak uh, you know all of that so i think all of this will really help people to see the purpose and constantly they learn i think that's another thing that we do uh it enable india is to make sure that the you know the, there are enough challenges for people to keep Beautiful. aspiring so therefore if i were to summarize it uh, moses the way i am looking at it is the core and the central uh, idea is the purpose and the mission Absolutely. and the, uh, and that purpose and mission uh, you know will attract the unreached through yes. Uh, community marketing uh, you know through user generated content or where you are actually uh, you know building a certain amount of pull for uh, you know the people who you want to support then you are actually educating the stakeholders who provide the opportunity therefore you are almost seeding the market and therefore you are uh, you know growing them and that's the second stakeholder that you manage the third stakeholders are people who want to contribute for the cause so you invite them and start getting them in and then uh, getting them to see a difference but then the value alignment is more important than the money and therefore that is when cost related marketing can really work and finally you look at people again if they are not aligned to the purpose and mission then you will not be able to uh, you know get the best out of them so all these are all the 
Lego blocks that you need absolutely. to bring in to succeed in cost-related marketing, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You put it beautifully. So the building blocks are that, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, so when you when you look back, uh, Moses, uh, you know, uh, if you were to uh, look at some learnings sure. for marketers, uh, what would you say, uh, you know, uh, uh, is key uh, if you want cost-related marketing to, uh, you know, succeed? If you if you if you were to say, what are the top three things that any marketer in uh, a not-for-profit, if we are looking at, uh, you know, doing this? What would you think are the three non-negotiables that they should look at? Absolutely. I think one is co-creation because um, it's not something that we have the solution and you, you need to receive it. It's not that. So I think any, any, any marketing, um, if you want to take it to the masses in this development space, the solutions have to be co-created. Hmm. Right. Um, I think second is that the lens of a marketing person to see these are consumers only, not contributors. I think that needs to change. A lot of times we push content or information or strategy from the perspective of what we think. But I think if we take, change that lens to how, I mean, how do I ensure my consumers actually can contribute? Hmm. I know that's a slightly difficult to do, but I think that's what I as personally are going through the journey at Enable India to see how each person with disability that we serve look them as a contributors rather than just as a receivers. And then your whole whole the way of working will change. Because hmm. you will start seeing more potential than what you otherwise think. Okay. Fantastic. And the, yeah, and I think I think language builds culture. So I think focusing on um, appropriate language and language always evolves as as a human evolution happens. So mm -hmm. especially in the cause like disability, I think when you are setting a narrative, I think using the right language is important. And I'm taking that and urging all the you know, folks in the marketing field because you have a great power of setting the narrative using the right positive language. Cause can be anything. Tomorrow mm -hmm. it can be something. It can be women cause. It can be, LGBTQI or it could be anything. Um, mm. But I think uh, I will give an example. Um, mm. We actually work in, uh, we, we, we are working on enabling visually impaired um, girls to be uh, doing an early detection of breast cancer using the methodology called discovering hands, which is touch and feel method. Mm. So when we were talking recently and somebody actually, then we were talking about how we do the early detection of breast cancer and all that but one of the doctors told me that moses i think we should talk about breast health in general not just about only the uh, the what the girls would do screening mm. then i understood it's, it's about really that like if you can set the narrative about the breast health mm. screening has to happen automatically exactly. so don't don't push the solution what you have rather understand what's the larger context that's really required for people. Beautiful. Then your solution might actually help. You know, you have a solution of visually impaired girls doing screening. That's a solution perhaps. But I think... Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I think what you're really talking about is if you talk brand health, uh, you know, Best then... Health, uh, yeah. 
sorry sorry the, uh, if you talk about breast health then uh, you know the rest of the components uh, automatically come together and therefore build a platform for the purpose and then the components come together and that's really how you need to look at it is what you are saying absolutely right? brilliant brilliant so thanks moses it was a very very inspiring session uh, you know the work that you are doing uh, is amazing the you know the way you touch people the number of uh, uh, you know people whom you touch and change lives uh, is uh, commendable and uh, i am truly inspired by this conversation and thanks a lot for taking time and talking to me thank you so much i i really enjoy what we do and i think that's what taking us uh, you know helping us to do what we are doing but thank you so much for the opportunity and i think you are doing an important work of taking a message like this to the larger audience thank you so much thanks for listening to this episode for selected links and detailed show notes visit www.contraminds.com follow contraminds on social media and let us know who you would like to see next on the podcast if you are listening to contraminds on apple podcasts do share your comments and give us a rating we are keen to know what you are thinking contraminds is also on youtube if you are listening to the podcast on youtube hit the subscribe button and stay up to date on all our releases thanks for listening and stay safe